Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, we talked a bit of FA Cup, which meant we looked at uh, the TalkSport 2 commentary game this evening, Borough versus Spurs. Daniel Gray, author and podcaster, joins yeah. To look ahead, he was on his way to the game. Yeah. Um, we were had some live sport. We had the uppers and downers, Shrove Time <laughs> Tuesday football in Ashbourne with we Andy did. Smart. We did. So we he uh, got we involved for a him. bit, and then yeah. seemed to remember how old he was, and that's stopped. right. But let's hear that. We had a bit of a chat, didn't we? We did, uh, as we always do. I think that, that probably will uh, keep you going. And so here it all is. Live game features Andy Smart at the Uppers and Downards Shrove Tide Tuesday football in Ashbourne. Yeah, we'll set the scene for the Uppers and Downers. It's a, a traditional uh, game yes. played in Ashbourne, Derbyshire every year. One ball. It's a kind of it was rugby, basically. It's, yeah. like, it's two teams. It's like a, a, a village, old village, yeah. playing uh, with one ball. It's right up my street, that sort of thing, Paul. I love it's, it. It tends to be quite low scoring. Yeah. And you don't see a lot of the ball. It's in the Lukaku envelope. You don't get a lot of <laughs> touches but anyway Andy will join us to tell us yeah, more good. and set the scene and he'll be live is it, what's, it, what's it called the hug anyway he'll explain it like there's a few of those things around there's the one there's the tar barreling in Otter, Ottery St Mary Paul don't know if you've ever really? heard about that one they carry talk sport too generally do <laughs> they that. carry tar barrels that are on fire up a hill oh that doesn't that sounds a bit dangerous. And, yeah, that's what they do. That's a health and safety nightmare. I, think I bet Andy has just written that down, Andy Smart. Anyway, he'll join us shortly oh, and good. explain more. So, good afternoon, everyone. Seven minutes past one. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Good afternoon, Paul. You had your first experience of live boxing. Live we boxing, had Lawrence yes. Coley in the other day, and uh, you'd already bought your tickets. He was chuffed with that. Yeah. And um, a lot of support for his uh, Polish opponent, wasn't it, it? It was, It was. I would say, 80-20. It was like a little Warsaw, it? It was, like war it was. It was about 80-20, I would say. Yeah. It was, they were, and they were on it, Paul. They'd had a good they night. Were, they'd had a good day and There night was a guy already. in front of you who took his shirt off and wouldn't sit yeah. down. Yeah, there was, I was not a big fan of the man stood in front of me and my 14-year-old son. Yeah. Who, who, at first, it was great fun. Yeah. You know, it was a right laugh when there wasn't any boxing on. Yeah. But then as soon as the boxing started, it was like... And now you sit down, but I don't think he watched a punch no, all night. Drink had been taken. I don't yeah. think he'd watched it, but he had his shirt off, yeah. and he was dancing to all the sort of you know mid between round music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was giving it all this and doing his own dances, giving like a lap dance. to Was this. he with anybody? Yeah, he was with a bunch of mates. Oh, okay. But it was it was a, a very uh, very Polish crowd. Yeah, were not happy with the outcome. Right, but it was a sort of a hug fest. The actual fight. Yeah, bit of a show. The things I liked mainly were. Uh, 
so it was quite a big fight, you know, it was a match room. Yeah. And so Derek, two, Wa- Derek Wartrizora was there yeah. on the front row with his uh, ringside with his uh, family, I think. Yeah. And uh, Tony Bellew, yeah. Chris Eubank Jr. and uh, AJ turned up and they all sat there on the front. And when the fight got exciting, yeah. they'd all start standing up and go on, you know, hit yeah. him, go on, get in, hit him. And there was a security guard there to, to make them sit down. Good luck with that. <laughs> and I thought, <laughs> that is the most pointless job yes. in sport. Yeah. This, <laughs> this poor bloke who's got to do security for yeah. the heavyweight... Yeah, sit, yes. sit down, AJ, sit down, Derek. <laughs> Just, you know, you know what'll happen. Derek. Nothing. Yeah. What, yeah. what are you, you going to do, mate? Yeah. You know. So uh, that was the other thing, and then in, and one of the other thing, one of the other fights, yes. I think it was the Jordan Gill fight. I don't know mm. if you saw that. Um, he basically spent the whole of the last three rounds in the corner, just yeah. taking rope a dope, was it? and then he went bang and knocked him out, and the wow. bloke went down like a building. Wow. Huh? Have you ever seen a Fred? Dib- Did you ever see Fred Dimnapol? I remember Fred. Like, Dim- you know, yeah. did, you like, did you like that? Yeah. Did you like that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right, let's go up there and get. So and he yeah. went down like one of. Fred Dib- Dibner's chimneys. chimneys. Fantastic. Like Went down like one of Fred Dibner's... <laughs> That's nice. Which is yeah. nice. But before that, because yeah. it's a different ref for each fight, which I didn't yeah. really realise. I didn't... Mm. I've, I've not been before. Different ref for each yeah. fight. This guy came out. He was like quite quite up for it. Yeah. And just before he went on, he did like a little warm-up pull. Did like a little sort of... Like he was pretending he was... Ref- he was going to be... Was he shadow boxing? He was, he was, no, not, not, not pretending boxing. he was refereeing. Pretending he was refereeing. R- running round people. Running round. they weren't like, there. Pretending to hold people apart. Well, like, he like, wasn't. He <laughs> wasn't pretending to hold people apart. Warming him. Good to... Practicing his, his finger to each corner yeah, for yeah, a point yeah. off, you know. Yeah, doing, doing like that. a little proper little refs warm up. Wow, nice. But you know, I suppose you got to you got to take yeah, it seriously. Yeah, yeah. But thought, it was a great you, night. You thought there was something that might involve the listeners today, didn't you? Think one yes. of those? Well, I did think the most pointless job in sport was the, the security guard for yeah. uh, Derek War, Derek Walsh's. I also thought that, we can't say what the actual words, but there was a, a bloke, uh, your Polish mate, who wouldn't sit down. Yes, some bloke uh, wanted to make him me. sit down and looked for something. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, he honed in on his quite poor tattoos. They weren't great tats, but Paul. he didn't say. He said, no. "Oi." Poor tats, but he didn't say poor tats. <laughs> he used another s tats. He said, "Oi, s tats, sit down." Exactly. So, uh, some of the interesting ways that people have managed to get, grab your attention. We'll yeah. take some of those today. <laughs> Talksport.com. Text eight ten eighty nine. Tweet T S H N J T S H A N D J. Let's uh, set the scene then for this afternoon's yeah. live sport on Talksport. It's the uppers and downers playing in the Shrovetide Tuesday football in Ashbourne. Andy Smart once again is there on the ground. He'll be playing in the game and reporting live. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Charlie. Good afternoon, Paul. Well, uh, yes. So first, a little bit of background for those that don't know anything about this. This is an, an ancient um, sport, isn't it? Played every year on yeah. Pancake Day. It's thought to go back over 400 years, yeah. So uh, there, there are rumours that it was started by a game played with a, the head of a, a French prisoner. Oh, wow. That was cool, yeah. Keep it light, but, uh, Andy. So- no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw I, t- I saw everybody dining on sort of roast beef and Yorkshire pudding pre-match. Which I, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, have, they have the big lunch first, and they sing the the, the Ashbourne football song. I would try and get there for that, and then uh, it's in honour of uh, the person who's throwing the ball up. And today it's Ray Spencer, who's ninety-one. Wow! And he's uh, he's uh, lo- known locally for collecting uh, old army vehicles, and he and he sells copies for the the Royal Legion uh, every year in the in the car park where they, they're going to throw the ball up. So, I hope he gets out of the way so, quickly at 91, knowing yeah. what, knowing well, what it's got, like. They've got a little plinth which he stands good. on, so That's he'll be good. safe up there, yeah. 
And so what, give us what is, the, what is the ball now? Now I'm assuming it's no longer what it was. I'm assuming oh, it's yeah, a... the game hasn't started oh, yet. Yeah, no. yeah. The game hasn't started. No, the ball gets thrown up at two. They're still having the lunch at the moment, and uh, the ball will be carried down past. Uh, well, I'm outside the coach and horses at the moment because we're having a quick one before. We... Game start. Uh, <laughs> They're highly tuned athletes. Sounds <laughs> roast, a big roast dinner. A roast dinner and a few <laughs> bites. Don't be surprised if you get a stitch, what Andy, next? Will you? Well, next, you all have a nice snooze. <laughs> it's high-level sport, this. is elite sport. And the idea, Andy, tell us what the idea is. It's to get the ball well, in the goal, yeah, isn't it? It's 400 a side, and, uh, <laughs> uh, and the goals are three miles apart. So Lovely. One, at, uh, one at Sturston and one at, uh, at Mayfield, and... To score a goal, you have to jump into the river, Henmore, and bang the ball three times on a millstone, which is embedded in the bank. So oh. I wouldn't fancy that today. It's flipping freezing up here. Yeah. <laughs> and do people uh, score? Um, do the people normally score a goal? It's normally one-nil, isn't it? Uh, if, yeah. it if a goal scored before 5.30, they throw another ball up. Um, I mean, that happens now and again. But um, I don't know. It's, it, the fields around the town are pretty muddy after yesterday's rain. So... It takes a stud. It's uh, <laughs> going to be it's going to be quite difficult to get the balls out to the goals. I think so. Uh, and I think you, it'll be, uh, over the yeah, years, cool. Andy, you've touched. You've got. To, you've got a touch of the ball, haven't you? Over the years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I played in '91. I, I touched the ball five times wow. in about seven hours. Yeah. Wow. And I, I, actually, I, I actually, I actually ran with it for about thirty yards before about. Wow. 20, 20 blokes jumped on top of me. But, uh, <laughs> no women play, is this right? I was reading no, something no, today. Well, this is a shame. Women, women do get in there, yeah, yeah. Oh, good, okay. Yeah. I was, must, must have been reading an old report saying there should be more women involved in the game. Well, that's... Uh, yeah, but yeah. it is quite... I mean, it's it's rugby, effectively, isn't it? It's a it's a rugby-based it's, it's, game. It's how football would have been played sort of in the uh, sort of 1800s. Yeah. You know, it's sort of the, you, the, the hug. A bit like Cambridge United back in the day. John Beck. They got the ball wet first. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I was going to say, it's um, so two o'clock you get underway, and we're going to be, yeah. hopefully, we'll try and get back to you around kickoff just after it's got underway, and then we'll yeah. get reports throughout the afternoon, Andy. Because, you know, it's, Lovely, I, yeah. I'm surprised you've never lost your mobile phone. You managed to keep mm. broadcasting. Uh, for us, I know. I get some funny looks when I'm, I'm piling in with the phone in my hand. <laughs> Is this the first year with those I, I, nice I, I, new teeth, Andy? Because I'm worried about your teeth. <laughs> oh no, they'll be fine. They'll okay, be good. Fine. Yeah, I'm more worried about my ribs at the moment. I've, I've, <laughs> yeah. I've pulled, I've pulled an intercostal muscle, and it's really oh, painful. Blimey! It won't, it won't stop me. I'll be in there. Well, shout! Don't forget to say, shout! Get off me! I've pulled an intercostal muscle. The intercostal cup sounds like a yeah, pre-season friendly. I think Tottenham were in the intercostal cup at one point. No, yeah. they're, they're very good. If anyone goes over, they immediately shout back off, back off, and oh. everyone backs off and gets them up on their feet again because it, it, otherwise they just get trampled. So, well, Andy, we'll come back to you just after two o'clock. Uh, all the best Sorry. and uh, regular reports throughout the afternoon. Thank you, Andy. All right, bye now. Andy Smart there in Ashbourne there in Derbyshire are. to bring us a live sport this afternoon. The uppers and downers, uh, as you say, um, 400 aside, goals three mile apart. It should be uh, quite the spectacle. I suppose they have to start a bit. Cause I thought that's the sort of thing that normally starts at sort of 11 in the morning. Don't no, they've, got have a, they've got to have a roast dinner and a couple of pints first. <laughs> Get your priorities right. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Back to Ashbourne in Derbyshire now. Live sport this afternoon. The greatest football game on earth, they call it. Uh, the Royal Shrovetide. It's uh, 400 aside, three miles between the goals. I'm looking at some pictures here uh, taken just at kickoff. The game is underway. It's about 18 minutes in. Andy Smart is playing in it and reporting for us. Andy, what's happening? Okay, well, the ball was thrown up by Ray Spencer at two o'clock. Uh, and for a 91 year old, I hope I can throw that far when I'm 91. He, <laughs> he, gave, it a good, he gave it a good chuck. And uh, uh, then it travelled about 50 yards north to. Uh, where it, the weight of the hug broke some gates open. It's now in a car park behind the doctors. Oh dear! And uh, there's about there's about I'd say about 50 people on the wall waiting for the ball to come up, and they're going to try and get it over the wall. Uh, it, they did actually get it up, at, uh, and, and it was flying over the wall. And one of the downers brilliantly managed to knock it back down again. But uh, the uppers have got the upper hand at the moment. It's it's, it's I'm about uh, I don't know about 30 yards from the ball at the moment. And uh, we're just waiting for uh, the ball to come up again. I can see what's going on, Andy, because on oh, Shrove oh, Tide yeah. Live on Twitter, well, people go are going, Shrove, exactly. yeah, you've got live, I'm looking at live and pictures. And live. And I can see them all <laughs> sitting, all the guys sitting on the walls, a big crowd of people yeah, yeah, behind yeah. that. I'm and just behind a... that wall. I'm just behind that wall waiting for it to come over. Yes. <laughs> Andy, jump so we can see you. I've got a chance of a touch if it comes over the wall. I think I can see you. Put your arm in the air, Andy, now. I think I can see you standing there. Where I did. Can we see Andy? I think I'm I can waving. See in the I'm waving. I can see I'm an arm flailing in the air. Yes. He said I'm... the weight of the hug broke the, the gates open. I went out with a farmer's did, daughter yeah, yeah. like that once. <laughs> God, here he is. He's doing the, his work. He's doing his stand-up from the material. Blue, from the blue. But... Yes, yeah. From the... So, um, it's, it looks like it's going quite... I mean, it, it looks quite quiet, sedate at the moment, but that can change in a matter of well, seconds, is, can't it? Of course, yeah. And, and around the hug. So, the hug's probably got, like, 40 people from each side around, around the ball itself. And the two, the two people obviously that are, are holding onto the ball, they're they're trying to get it up, and other people are trying to hold it down. And then outside of that hug, you've got the runners, and they're 
like really fit fell runners and they've got like trainers on and, right. and tracksuits and they're ready to, 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 to rush the ball away if it gets to them. Um, so they're trying to get it to their runners. But at the moment, because we thought, we thought they were going to try and get it into the river and then there's a, there's a hundred yard tunnel that goes under the car park where they turn the ball up. Uh, and the river goes through that, and they were, I, I thought the downers were going to try and get it in the river and then run it through the tunnel. That was mm. what I heard was one of the plans they were going well, to do. Every, I'm but, looking at the other side of the, uh, the the wall where you are at the moment, and yeah. there, there's people kind of moving. Uh, it's like, <laughs> I don't know, it's kind of like a caterpillar of people obviously chasing the ball. It seems to be moving very slowly. That could be a while till uh, you it, see it. it. Yeah, it, it does this. Do yeah. they have sort of facilitators to get the game going again? If it does get a bit bogged down, do they sort of bring they bring someone in to kind of get it on the move? Yeah, they're, they're sending the big lads to get it up, and then yeah. when they get it up, they'll they'll bat it over people's heads, uh, and they'll get it to. They've got their own people on the wall at the moment. All the people on the wall are just waiting and watching, uh, but when that ball comes up, they'll be they'll be ready to throw it over the wall, and then they've got people behind the wall ready to run with it. But it's uh, yeah, it seems to be stuck in this doctor's surgery car park yeah. at the moment. Everybody's there's a kind of cross. A lot of people are wearing sort of old style, old style rugby jerseys. Is that is that the kind of oh, is yeah. uniform if there is such a thing? Well, don't, don't get me started <coughs> on the time that the uppers actually got in the whole of the Utoxes rugby team to play. Ah, oh, that's yeah. a bit naughty, Ringers. isn't it? Ringers. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not happy about that. St- that was ten years ago, and I'm still upset about it. Are you always a downer, Dan? Did you always turn out for the downers? Yeah, yeah. yeah? I'm always a downer. Yeah, yeah. Anyone born south, if you're born south of the River Henwell, you're a downer. Yeah. If you're born north of the mm. river, you're a, you're an upper. That's how you. That's how they pick the teams. What's felt most dangerous? You've run with the Bulls. You've done all sorts, haven't you? You've done the... Cheese chasing. The, the, uh, Cresta run. The Cresta run. What's felt yeah, mo- the most, most dangerous? The most dangerous, was, the most dangerous was the cheese rolling. I've never done anything that dangerous. I'd never do that again. No, that's mad, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. It, it, it's, like, it's like throwing yourself off a cliff. Yeah. That's so, Gloucester like, for you. I, at least there's, oh. a, there's a, at least there's a cheese at the end of it. Well, yeah, yeah. I, and and second place you get a five pound postal order, and third gets a three pound fifty postal order. Wow! <laughs> I don't have any postal have orders. You ever done the the? Uh, is it? Oh, yeah. I can see people pushing towards. They're just yeah, trying yeah. to. There's no cars in that car park, thankfully, are there, from what we can see? So. No, there are. There's, there's a couple in there. Oh, that wasn't very clever, was it, really? Have you no, seen no, Have no. You seen the um, tar barrelling in Ottery St. Mary, Andy? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they carry the big, uh, the different sized barrels. Yeah, on, yeah, on yeah, fire, yeah. yeah, set on fire. Have they yeah, thought yeah. of setting the ball on fire in in the Ashbourne <laughs> Shrove Tide football? That would be a mistake. It's a bloke up on the roof. I don't know what he's doing. There's a guy now on the roof of one of the buildings in the car park, and he's trying know, to get the ball out so oh, they can throw it up. To him, I think yeah. he's trying to get the ball so he can throw it back in. I think that's the plan. There seem to be a couple of if what it, look like stewards up the, there. If it, it comes over the wall, you might lose me because I'm literally underneath where they're trying to get right. the ball now. Right. <laughs> well, fantastic, Andy. Look, we'll, we'll come back to you a little bit later on for an update. But um, all right, thanks for thanks very much for now. That's Andy Smart there at the Shrove Tide Tuesday uppers and downers. Yeah, if you've got if you can get access to Twitter at Shrove Tide Live, and there is a live link to what's uh, going on. What's that? We should have found out what Andy's wearing so we can try and spot him, you know. Yeah, that's... Uh, I mean, it's not easy. It's just... I mean, it's just absolute sea of people. I think the I think the ball seems to have gone behind a small fence in this car park, which has made it 
yeah. even more difficult. But you, you ever know, done anything like that, Paul? You've done like a mad challenge or a, no, not no, really. Not for you. I can, a bit play it, no, 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 play no, it quite no, safe. I can't see you doing worse. this. Have you? What about you, Charlie? Have you ever tried I, any of those I've mad things? I've done the uh, the commando <laughs> challenge. It's not where you. Oh, okay. Don't wear underpants for a week. Underpants. No, that's like a. Uh, it's in Limpston. Oh yeah, and you and you run. It's like a ten k run, but it's through like mud, and you have to go. Under, sort of tough you have to go under one of those. Thing, yeah, yeah. Well, you have to go under one of those. No, not as hard as a tough mudder. Okay, you have to go under one of those. Like, it's it's like a tunnel. You have oh to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they pull you out, and there's like an army bloke to pull you out. Okay, ever yeah, so I did that. I'm terrible at that. I was. Okay, well, I was really slow. <laughs> Just, I always try and do these things, and then I halfway round, I'm like, Why what are did you I doing? Do you are not yeah. fit enough to do this. You have got to be intrepid, like in Andy my head, Smart. Paul. I'm like Seb Coe or someone, you know, like really fast, yeah, over a long distance. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We're going to uh, check in with Andy Smart. Oh, he is at the Uppers and Downers Football today. Shrovetide Tuesday football. Uh, three, uh, four hundred aside, goals three miles apart. I think it's the right way round. Last time we, we caught up with Andy, it was stuck in a car park, the ball. I see it went into the river. Where is the ball now, Andy? Uh, we're on the rugby pitch uh, in front of the grammar school. There's uh, just been across the cricket pitch. It's been in the river twice and it's been uh, in the pond, in the fish pond. Uh, some brave souls jumped in with it and got it out. Um, it seems to be going the upwards way at the moment. I'm right on the edge of the hug. I'll see if I can get in there. Come on, heave! Heave! Right, right, I'm right in there. Oh no, it's turning, it's turning. Oh god, yeah. I'm coming out, that's not fun. (laughs) (laughs) You're not a young man anymore, Andy. Get yourself out of trouble. I'm 62, you know. I know, 62, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. It does. I'm looking at pictures now. It's pretty full on. It's been kind of turning around. It's like a sort of huge mall. It is, yeah. And the upper seem to have the upper hand. They seem to have more players than us at the moment. It's right. like, there, I've come out and said I'm a downer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, they, oh, it, there was one bit where it came out of the, the pond and it was stuck on a, up against a tree and then someone got it out and this bloke just kicked it about 50 yards. And it's a, it's a, it's a heavy, solid cork ball. Wow. And he, he might, he'll, he'll really regret that in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> It's probably the alcohol that's that couple of pints pre-match has taken the edge off. There's a lovely... The adrenaline as well, yeah. They put the... Where the ball was about uh, half an hour ago, they put up a Google map, and uh, yeah, on yeah. it, it says, Ashbourne Park, busier than usual. No, you don't say. <laughs> you don't say it's busier than usual. I love it when it gets stuck in the town and, and, and you get some lorry driver who's just trying to make a, a delivery and take the short cro- shortcut across country. And they, the looks on their faces when they suddenly see 400 people running towards them. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Brilliant. Andy, look, we're going to catch up with you before the end of the show. Good man. Thanks very much. All right. Cheers. There we are. It's still nil-nil. Oh. The ball's been bogged down a little bit today, but hopefully we'll see yeah. a goal. It goes on for two days, so there's plenty of time for that to be a goal. Anyway. Um, if you gonna... go to Ashbourne, they, they do all, all the balls are on, on show. On display, that's display, right. They've and they're like beautifully a, they've painted got, and they've stuff. They've got a museum, really. the Ashbourne Museum. Yeah, it's fantastic. If you're passing through. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby and uh, Charlie Baker here on Talk Sport. Well, uh, Middlesbrough take on Spurs this evening yeah. in the FA Cup. These are knocking. At the Riverside. Um, big crowd expected. Yeah. Uh, on the telly. Oof. The don't dream. What, don't know what the weather's like. We'll find out now because uh, we're going to chat to a borough fan. He was a good luck charmer, Old Trafford. Yeah. He is the uh, writer of a number of fine books we've discussed on the show Black Books and Football Pinks and Saturday 3 p.m., etc. It's Daniel Gray. Good afternoon, Daniel. 
Good afternoon. Thanks for having me on again. It's a great pleasure, say. Just we spoke to you before the Manchester United game and that turned out rather well, didn't it? (laughs) It did. What a night. I'm not sure what time that night ended, to be honest, because the (laughs) penalties went on and then some fine pubs kept it open. So, yeah, live long in the memory, that one. Yeah, so, I mean, how are you feeling about it? I said it's going to be a a, a full house. I thought I was reading today, first time since about 2017, 33,000 people in. What's that like compared to the average crowd at the Riverside these days? Well, it just means those of us with season tickets moan about not being able to get served as quickly at the bar, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) But apart apart from that, it's brilliant to see it full again because it takes you back to when it was full every week when it first opened in those 10 years and then again in the... In the mid 2000s, it was like that every week. You couldn't see the red seats on on much of the day, and, and so on. So it looks, you know, what modern stadiums, if we can still call it modern, look better with people in them. You can't disguise it like on a terrace when you could spread it out a bit. So it'll look better. It'll sound good. And I, I just, I always wish that the the fans that find them are able to come to the the extra ten thousand we put on for these yeah. games. I wish at least half of them would would come again if they can afford it mm. for, for the league games because that wouldn't half help. I think. It's a bit. It's a bit like you know that thing about oh we'd like, we'd like to get. Married married in the church where you'll have to go to church for six months you're all right and then, and then they obviously think well the percentage of those people will keep coming yeah. not a massive yes. percentage yeah. so I maybe it's a bit like that for the borough fans yeah. like some will come and think yeah i'll come I, yeah i'm definitely going to come again they don't yeah. getting your kid there's into a, the good primary school yeah that's it that's one of those yeah you're gonna have to definitely de- come to church i like the church analogy because there's a definite sense of penance about having to watch <laughs> every, every other week for several years so <laughs> what you have to go through that the average crowd what has been what would you say generally at your place in the mid sort of tw- early twenty thousands, if that makes sense, yeah. um, we don't get huge away followings in the championship. People don't travel up. Maybe looks further on the map than it actually is. Being yeah. only an hour from York, but yeah, <laughs> if that makes any sense. I mean, Kevin Keegan once told Rob Lee, didn't he, that Newcastle was nearer to London than Middlesbrough. So maybe that's that's stuck in the, <laughs> the imagination. For a bit of but yeah, so just being in the low twenty thousands, and okay, you'd hope we'd get we'd get thirty more more regularly, really. But it's expensive as well. The, yeah, this, tonight's twenty quid which is great this this is the price football should be really yeah absolutely after what the way you lot got stuffed at old trafford with your 45 pound that seemed yeah, very unfair yeah. really spurs seem to go good game bad game yes. good game bad game <laughs> what what are we on Paul? which one are we on do they win we're, we're on, on bad, bad games game. 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 so that's good good news for borough yeah how's, ba- how's borough's form dan <laughs> Well, I'm clinging on to that. I was just looking at exactly that, Charlie. It's like home away, home away with the, the bad game in bold for me. And this, the duo bad one. Brilliant at home, seven in a row. So it's, uh. it's, it's the it's the away where, where we're falling down a bit. Lost to the bottom of the, the table, Barnsley on Saturday in a, mm. in a beautifully championship result, it has to be said, 3-2. Um, so, yeah, it's... I don't, I'm going to use the word fortress because I love that that's used in football. Yeah. The Riverside is becoming a fortress. It's, that's how you have to describe them, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, what's the weather forecast tonight? Because we obviously didn't fancy it on a, on a wet night in uh, <laughs> Burnley last week. Uh, so I'm hoping it's a completely dry sort of uh, Teesside Riviera-like evening. Well, <laughs> it usually is, as you well know. Well, I'm travelling down from Edinburgh where I live and it's beautiful here. So if it's the same all the way... I, mean, I know Chris Wilder wanted some sleet. He often says this about teams coming through. So I hope it's sleet. To know, but um, no, I, I, I'm, I'm hoping for a, a lovely evening. Actually, I've had enough of the, the wet game, cloudy and four degrees, according to my app here. Oh. By a kickoff time, real field two, so mm. maybe put an extra scarf yeah. in the back. <laughs> will, it be, uh, will it be nine behind the ball, Daniel, to try and no, counteract Harry Kane, or will they have a go at it? 
I mean, I don't know what if Harry Kane plays as he did at Man City, then it's impossible to stop, isn't he? Mm. So that's a, a huge factor in it. But no, I don't think Chris Wilder can has that in his uh, repertoire to defend. Really, we can defend, but I just mean I don't think we'd ever sit back with this manager. It's it's try and win games, and that's why we, we score most weeks, which is a, a new thing for us after so many managers that were more based on defensive football. And so I, I think an open game, I'm almost sure of that. Q nil nil, and another penalty. Shot. <laughs> I mean, we we've got a few. In- Injuries at the moment, which means you know the squad is not that deep. So I would imagine it won't be a, a lot different from the one that played against Leeds at the weekend. And of course, you have a gooner in your team, don't you? Uh, in Balogun, in Balogun, so, yeah, he's going to want to stick it to us, isn't he? Obviously, <laughs> yeah, hit the post twice at the weekend. hasn't mm. hasn't scored yet. So the the front two has been changing quite quite a lot. That's the one thing that does seem to change a bit. The, the big thing for us is having Matt Crooks back, who's top scorer from midfield, and very quickly a bit of a, a, a terrorist hero. Sometimes you just take to these players. It's his effort. It's the fact he arrives late in the box and scores and does tremendous dances after the matches in front of the fans and yeah it's just one of those players we've taken to and he's back after suspension which is a big one for us is he is he doing what he did at at sheffield united Uh, chris is it is it kind of that style would you still say is it got his stamp on it very much it's quick quick football in the final third and the 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 now cliched thing about the center house moving forward is getting more out of them and dale fry scored a couple at last and mcnair scored last week so yeah it's 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 what the it's Becoming like the best of what it was in, in with Sheffield United, and it's yeah. it's a real thrill to watch. It it really is. We we've all got our our interest back, our passion, enthusiasm back. It's loud again. It's just we're on the cusp of really good times, and I love fighting on all fronts. I saw one fan group putting, "Would you rather beat Spurs tonight or Luton at the weekend?" Luton being just above us in the league. Well, mm. I think both, but also I'd rather win tonight. Actually, I, I, I love these cup games. This, yeah. The Riverside was built for these nights. We had so many of them in the nineties and two thousand, and let's have another one. In your books, Dan, and, and and your When Saturday Comes podcast, you sort of deal in the minutiae and ephemera and nostalgia of football. What what's the the niche thing that comes up about the FA Cup more than anything when you speak to people? Oh, I think it's endless replays, isn't it? Which we don't you know, it'll all oh, be yeah. over tonight, but the endless replays thing just have have a glint in people's eyes, yeah. even though if you speak to a footballer, they feel less so about it. I think just getting to know their marker far, far too well, so that they end up buying the the family of their marker Christmas presents and things. <laughs> so I think that's that's one of the classics, isn't it? FA Cup and and each time you talk to someone about FA Cup final day itself, the TV coverage seems to get earlier and earlier. So someone says, "Oh, I used to be on from six a.m. Yeah. I used to watch the coaches. Yeah. Used to watch them having breakfast." I don't think it was that early, but yeah, I love I love all of them. What's Borough's best ever cup run then? Other than obviously, you, did you get to a final one? Am I, am I, am I dreaming that? I'm the, the, dreaming, yeah, I thought yeah. that. Yeah, the yeah, Ravenelli relegation. Ravenelli, yeah, two Chelsea, yeah, yeah, two. Two cup final defeats, Leicester and Chelsea, and relegation that year, mm. and a couple of semi finals I've, I've seen as well. The, the great semi final was the the Chesterfield one. Of course, yeah, the one you shouldn't have been at. Yeah, there we That's are. Well, the couldn't happen to a nicer team than Chesterfield. So there we are. <laughs> I remember a game when Big Jack was in charge years ago, Borough Spurs, and in, I don't know was that FA Cup or League Cup, but I remember it being a very long evening, nil nil. <laughs> yeah, not, not the prettiest of games. Yeah, but you wanted that as a as a lower league club, as a smaller club. Yeah, you wanted you wanted them to hold on. You know, the nil nil was that's what's lost, isn't it? Did you watch the uh, the the cup final on Sunday and the penalty shootout, thinking <laughs> that that could quite, be us again? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, <laughs> that was quite something, wasn't it? That was that was immense. I, I've wondered about who I've never known someone who catches the ball from one of these skied penalties, and I think someone actually did find the catcher of the ball yeah. on Twitter, didn't they? And they did. It's yeah. just a brilliant, a brilliant moment. Somebody, I saw yeah, somebody. You, you, 
Sorry, Daniel. So somebody tweeted, no, no, you carry tweeted out a picture. They were trying to get the crowd reaction should the penalty be missed yeah. by Kepa. <laughs> a Liverpool fan was holding his... But because then you see the ball come into the crowd <laughs> while he's filmed. You're not expecting that, no, yeah. really. Yeah. Sorry, Daniel. What were you going to say? No, that was, no, it was going back to your nil-nils and some nil-nils are longer than the other night. Yeah. just brought back. I think they were a lot under Jack Charlton like that one. Yeah. <laughs> Well, um, you were going to say good luck then, weren't you, Paul? But you don't mean good luck, do you? I don't mean it. I heard you. you, I heard you warming into well, good luck, Danny. You thought, and then you thought, no, it's Spurs. On any other, I hope they get done eight nil. I would wish you good luck. But um, so you're feeling quite confident as you set off. A a misguided supporters based on nothing confidence, yes. So not based on fact, but just based because you you have to have faith, don't you? Yes, that's what gets you through. Excellent. Well, enjoy the game and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. All the best. Cheers, Dan. Yeah, look forward to it. Cheers. There's Daniel Gray there. We do recommend his books. Lovely books, Extra Time, Saturday 3pm, etc, etc. When Saturday comes podcast, he does that. I did that recently. Paul, very nice little interview. If you want to hear the one story I tell on every podcast. (laughs) It was good. No, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. (laughs) Thanks. It was good. No, it sounded like you mean it. Well, good. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, good. So there we are. No, it really was very good. No, it was good. Don't say no. It was. Look, I, I promise it. you. I really did. Look, I liked it. I did. Honestly, all right. I didn't. Um, I've heard it. It's Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on Talksport. They're very good friends at Green King. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show, Charlie. Lovely stuff, Paul. You're back on Thursday. I'm back on Thursday. I didn't like the look in your eye last Thursday when when you said the same. Age. That was it. As I broke my tradition, didn't oh, I? Yeah. I was a new, your was a new. I didn't recognise Paul. Okay, well. So let's see if that Look out for up. more surprises possibly on Thursday. <laughs> and he'll be with me tomorrow. One of the great voices, Paul Carrick, will be with us oh, in this amazing, year. Big really? Sheffield Wednesday fan. Oh, fantastic. Always good to see him. Singer. Tim Vickery and lots more besides. Uh, do hope you can join us. If not, podcast available around four o'clock. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.